0: Greetings, everybody. Alex Simmons here. I've decided to take this one quick moment to say, for those of you who have been listening to the show for the past few months, you're more used to uh, the fact that we would post you know, once or twice a week. Uh, but because Chris last uh, jaunt to the uh, Pulp Fest in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, a few weeks ago, he got so many interviews that we decided to give you, as he likes to coin it, a summer of pulp. Right, so we're going to, you know, keep feeding you these uh, interviews with a, a number of good, really good adventure writers and pulp fiction writers um, that Chris has met, and just fill the, the the weeks with this. So don't get used to this happening all the time, but this is definitely one of the things we want to hit you with uh, now and try and get as many of these great interviews in as possible. So this is uh, an intro to the next interview. Hope you guys will find it exciting and interesting to listen to him as well, and know that over the next uh, couple of weeks, we'll be throwing several more interviews from the Pulp Fest that Chris attended, as well as a few of our other interviews and episodes. So, without further ado
1: hey this is chris ryan from tell the damn story and yes we are at the last day of pulp fest still having a great time and we're here with jim beard another uh writer who's here giving us some new material uh pulp fest has a lot of stuff from the 30s and 40s but uh you know jim and i we're we're kind of the new breed right i would yeah it's a good way of looking at it i like that so jim Tell us about the kind of stuff you do. It looked like a a, a, a wide variety. What I do you... am all over the map. I love it. Yeah. Talk I, to us, Talk I, to us. I got my fingers in
2: in, in everything. Uh, I call myself a, a writer of adventure fiction. Okay. Uh, but I, at the core of it, I am a pulp writer, mm-hmm. and very proud to say that I'm working in a classic pulp style. But my whole thing is is adapting it to to new things. Finding ways of taking that wonderful punchy pulp style and and saying hey let's have uh, the adventures of a 60s rock group like the Beatles on a world tour but but in that punchy pulp style you know <laughs> I mean and that's me you know looking for for
1: new things to adapt it to. Now do you uh, blend other genres in with it you know like there would be British Evasion and pulp. Yeah yeah absolutely you know, but, yeah, <laughs> a-
2: absolutely. Um, you know uh, I have. I have so many interests and so much of that started as a kid and all the stuff that I literally absorbed well, you know so as a talk, kid let's talk about roots what did you yeah, absorb as a kid you, you know um, giant monster movies you know, you know Godzilla Week on the big show oh, you yeah, know yeah. Uh, 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 G.I. Joe toys uh, universal monster movies because of the horror host that I s- watched out of Detroit Sir Graves mm-hmm. Ghastly. I was wearing his t-shirt the, the other day you know um. I'm taking all these things and trying to distill it down into the to the stuff that I love about it the most, and then looking for ways to, to combine it, and hopefully I'm going to stumble upon something that maybe not everybody else is doing, mm-hmm. you know? I love it when people walk up and they look at one of my books and they, they go, either, I wish I had thought of that, or like, where did that come from? And you know what? I may not be making you know millions of dollars off of it, but but if I'm having fun, that's oh, yeah. that's what's so important to me. I, you know, I gotta enjoy what I'm doing.
1: So, um, how do you do what you do? What is your writing? <laughs> what's your writing not process? Not very easily. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I, when you said you know what do you do, I should have said, well, I'm a frustrated writer. Yeah. But um, no, I've seen uh, the yeah. tables full of products. You are not a fr- you uh, an accomplished writer. I have been I have been really lucky because not only do i get to do the original stuff and some really fun cool stuff and and i do some self-publishing and i work with some small publishers but i've actually been uh more recently doing uh tie uh licensed fiction and i've been very lucky in that respect uh so i kind of going back and forth and doing that stuff but can you give us an example oh um i've written an original spider-man novel an official uh i uh uh, co-created. Which, which was the Spider-Man? It's called um, Spider-Man uh, Enemies Closer. Okay. Uh, it's actually published by a firm called Joe Books and they had the uh, official Marvel license to do mm-hmm. official Marvel prose novels.
1: Oh, well, that's
2: fantastic. Yeah, I still to this day I can't believe it. Uh, I have an, a, a, a Planet of the Apes anthology, a classic Planet of the Apes anthology uh, which is uh, me and my uh, uh, co-editor Rich Hanley uh, assembled this incredible group of writers, and we did uh, 16 stories set uh, in and around the original five movies, the two TV series, Fantastic. and the comic books—not the new stuff. Right. But uh, and that's published by Titan Books. It's called Planet Apes: Tales from the Forbidden Zone. Fantastic. Uh, I have so an X-Files short
1: story. Extra material of those Planet Apes. Cults. Yes. cultists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. We
2: we've gotten incredible reviews on it. Uh you know, trip on to amazon.com and look at our reviews for that and you know, cool. people just really responded to it well. So so You also I, I mentioned be, the X-Files. Yeah, I did an X-Files short story for a collection called X-Files uh, Hidden Secret Agendas. Hidden mm-hmm. I did an, Secret Agendas. Uh so uh, again, you know, I get to do those things, work with some properties that I absolutely love and have loved for a long time, but I'm doing my original stuff, too. So let's talk about, give me at least one of your original titles. I have a, uh, a ghost hunter character named Sergeant Janus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a couple books so far and a couple short stories and collections. Uh, that's going to be probably the next thing I get back to, uh, to do a new novel of Sergeant Janus. Uh, I've got a, a shared universe, giant monster anthology project called Monster Earth. Um, I've got a, that 60s rock group that we were talking sure. about. They're called the Lemon Herberts and have the an Lemon anthology. Yeah. And, and probably the thing that I'm most proud of, of my original ventures, is I have my own little publishing firm called Flinch Books. Uh, I have a fantastic partner in that named John Bruning. We're both Ohio guys. Mm-hmm. And we've got five books out so far uh, four anthologies and John's original novel called Midnight Guardian and we're just having the time of our lives and we're here at actually a half of the, our table is is flinch books and the other half is my own stuff or whatever and we've got we've got those five books out we just put out uh, an anthology called Quest for the Space Gods and here's this is what those like high concept things that maybe not everybody's doing it's actually the adventures of an author that somewhat resembles Eric von Daniken. Uh, <laughs> he of the uh, Chariot of the Gods That's right. uh, debacle uh, in the 70s. And our character names, is named Conrad von Honig. And he travels the world uh, in the 1970s looking for that conclusive proof of ancient astronauts and all the obstacles that he comes yeah. across. Uh, we actually sold out uh, this uh, weekend for, for that book. Yeah, That's fantastic. Yeah, great. yeah. Just, uh, we have an incredible group of writers. I, I do the initial lead-off story. John and I created the concept, and then we had five other writers come in and, uh, and pick it up and do more adventures of the character. Really great response to, to the book so excellent, far. Excellent,
1: excellent. Um, so what's your, what is your writing habit? Is it a daily? My, my
2: writing habit no. sucks, is
1: what. <laughs> well, did you everybody? Did you just hear all of that stuff he did? Oh, my writing habit sucks. Well, produce you have the proof is on your table. I, I know. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. It's like
2: I I like the end result, but but getting to it, it, it it's like pulling teeth sometimes. To me, here's what it is: is it's the starting. And, and you know, a lot of people say like, well, I want to write an, a novel, or, or I've started this story, but then I put it down and I went. It's like you gotta finish a right. project. Finish what you started. It could it could suck, like 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 my writing habit. But at least you say I've got this beginning and the end, and it's done. Then go back and tweak and it and make it suck less. S- yeah, make yes. it suck less. Absolutely. <laughs> Until but, it's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my writing process is is dream up the idea, make a few notes for it. Create a rough outline, but don't get too far into the outline and allow for stuff to happen while you start writing. Know where you're going, you know, and that's what I do, but... I, I, um,
1: you're a pantser with a roadmap.
2: map. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, yes. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. Perfect. Um, we were talking about this in our... We had a flinch book panel uh, yesterday. We were talking about this, about the magic when the characters start speaking to you and they're telling you the writer what they want to do
1: there's nothing better when they they insist yeah
2: Yeah, this has happened to me more than once um and there's some magic that can happen when that you know like and i'd say to anybody who who might have this happen to them go go with it you can you can you can tie them up and pull them back to where you want to if you want but but let it happen and see where it goes and you might be surprised because these characters if they take on a life of their own they may know better than you the you the writer you know
1: whenever whenever someone talks to me about writer's block i usually say that there's there's two things that are really writer's block either you didn't spend enough time with the character, and getting to know who the character is. Yeah. So do a character biography or whatever. Yep. And I have like a 150 questions to offer. You know, go mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. answer all those questions. You'll have less block. Yeah. Or you're trying to force the character one way when the character wants to go another way. Ab- you have to kind of well, if this, you know, if, if yeah. it's really hitting the wall, listen.
2: Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. And absolutely. Boom. Uh, I I was writing a Sergeant Janice short story and and Janice was in this supposed haunted house with a police officer and something big started happening and uh, uh, Sergeant Janice, I knew was going to say, well, I can't leave, I have to take care of this. Place is literally coming down around their ears and all of a sudden, and I didn't know this, the police officer says, you're coming with me. He, he tells me he wants to hit Sergeant Janice over the head and knock him out and drag him bodily out of the house. Totally unexpected. They were supposed to stay in there, right. and it was like, no, let's, this is great. Let's see you where know, it goes. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. knocking out my hero, you know, and, and dragging him out, probably saving his life, you know, maybe. Um, you know, you mentioned that thing about uh, uh, all this kind of prep work one thing that and and i know this works for a lot of writers a lot of writers do this insane amount of prep work and they're writing drafts that or or pitches that are almost as long as the novel themselves you know or they're or they say like well i got my first draft done or i'm into my fourth draft and and it's I, I'm kind of a like a one draft and hand it to the editor and, right. and, and get it out, you know, it's like I get it out of my head and sometimes that's
1: hard, just right. getting it onto the screen, you know. Everybody has different styles.
0: Absolutely. When, uh,
1: when I was writing my first novel, I rewrote it ten times. But that was because I was teaching myself what a novel was and how it worked, yeah. you know. Yeah. That didn't happen the second or the third, yeah. you know. Yeah. And as you learn who you are as a writer and what you can do as a yeah. writer, th- you know, you throw those things to the side and yeah. move to the next thing. Yeah. Um, I still find myself, um, when I'm f- prior to writing the new piece, right, whatever that is, I'll be walking around and it's in your head all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'll use either, you know, the note, uh, the little notepad in the uh, iPhone yeah. or actual index cards. And, with and
2: me, it's sticky notes.
1: Sticky notes. And, and I, I have a yeah, yeah. pocket
2: full of sticky notes, and I'm walking around with, you know, uh, I'm I'm terrible. I'm low tech.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I
2: always thought, like I said to my wife, I'll get
1: a little audio recorder, and you know, because I always when think when are you gonna listen and, to it all back? Right? I know, right, right. The I'm index cards. There, you can yeah. you can get a big cup of your choice of caffeine and put them out around the table, move them around. And then once they're in order, you can basically ignore them. Right. Because it's in your head. If it's on the, and then you, if you get stuck, you flip through. Oh, those were my ideas. Exactly. But it's all the process, right? Yes. Um, you are you a longhand writer? Are you a, a computer? What are we talking about?
2: Oh, uh well, longhand for notes, mm. like like we we're saying sticky notes and everything, but then and then write onto the, you know, cool. computer, yeah. I got to
1: get to the sticky notes for a second. Do you ever put them in order or what happens to the sticky notes? Do they stay in the pocket? Are they are they no, on a crumpled get, pile? well, it's
2: it's more likely the crumpled pile, you know, uh, and uh, and then I'm and then I'm finding sticky notes that already repeat the ones on this sticky mm. note, but it's generally a better idea. It's right? generally lay them out to the side, start crossing uh, like all right, I just inserted that into there cross it off, you know can I finally throw this one away? <laughs> I think so I'm also obsessive- compulsive. That's which, great. which yeah like every bad thing that are, that a writer you know should not be. but you know I urge I urge everybody um, don't get too hung up on what you think might be the rules. Right. You can, you know, a lot of the big, huge authors, you know, put out their, like, five things you should never do right. or whatever. Okay, there's some there's some logic in some of them, but don't get too hung up on that. Like you said, find out who you are as a right. writer. Love that phrase. Right. Find out who you are as and a writer. And you only do that by doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You May, maybe yeah. Uh, your novel is going to be...
1: Your kind of novel, right. you know,
2: and 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 people are either going to love it or they're not going to
1: love it. And you, well, you, you what you, I find you go is the, is is the people who come back, the people who are supposed to be your audience, mm-hmm. are the ones who love that that um, novel for what that novel is, yeah. not how it compares to yeah. some other yeah. author, right? Yeah. Um, I hate to keep going back yeah. to Sergeant Janice, but I Well you I know just, what? He's he's on your mind. I
2: this I, <laughs> I, I I did something that, that got a good response. It's um it's eight stories, but each story is told by one of his clients. Oh cool. I, I decided I didn't want to have a third person omniscient, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do first person from him, and I didn't want to have a Doctor Watson character. Right. And somehow it jumped into my mind that, well, this guy's got clients. So every story is first person, but it's, it's eight different uh uh perspectives on the same guy that's cool and and everybody has a different idea of him there are the people his clients who believe what he's doing they believe that there really are ghosts and they're kind of in awe of what he does and then there's a couple of characters who think that he's a charlatan and that he's faking all this stuff just to get you know his fee or whatever and and i really love that because it allowed me to speak in eight different voices and this cha- this was a huge challenge because i don't like first person very much and here i am writing a whole and then as the stories go on, they start to link up, and by the end you see that there's this overarching story over them. I actually went to a couple of, of my writer friends and I said, do you know of anybody who's ever done this thing where it's the clients who are telling the stories? And it's and they're kind of like, mm, no, I, that's kind of interesting and new.
1: I, what sparked my interest, in that, and then I'll have to sweep, swing over to your table and see what's there, um, that when, when you finish that book, Mm-hmm. You have a very well-rounded view of Sergeant Janice. I'd know, like so to think fa- so. Very fascinating. Yes. Yeah. So um, we've, we've spoken about all the different things you do. Oh, my God. Um, uh, hopefully we've, we've uh, uh, sparked some uh, curiosity in the, the people who are listening. I hope so. So <laughs> where do they find your books?
2: All right. Uh, obviously on Amazon.com. Amazon.com slash author slash Jim Beard. Um, they're gonna see everything that I uh, have up there. Um, I have a Facebook. Uh, I hate to call it a fan page. You know, I'm just not. I always call it I, an author page. Yes, I'm not <laughs> into that that word fan. You know, right. I I I wish uh, they're readers. You know, right. they're they're hopefully they're like me. You know, they're they're readers. You know, um and uh, that's called the Beard, the Jim Beard fan page. There's that word again. They can find <laughs> me there and uh, my um. Horribly unused Twitter account is at uh, writer Jim Beard all all one word and they can cool. find me there too. Excellent. Oh, and they can find me at the Flinch Books page too. We have uh, on Facebook we uh flinch Books, F L I N C
1: H in your face, made you flinch. There you go. Love it, yeah. love it. So thank you very much thank for you. Uh, having a conversation. Enjoy the rest oh, of the fest. Love and talking I'll to fellow over, writers. I'll be over to your table. I'll cool, bring a couple man. of mine, I'll show all right, you. Cool, well. man. Cool. Thanks thank a lot. You. Thank you.